Welcome to How to Build a Tent, the podcast on how to make you successful. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate you faithful listeners. Over 350 shows, man, the time gets away from you. We are part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Go over to fightlaughfeast.com. Put in HGBT in the memo field. You'll get a sweet mug, tons of other benefits. You'll be helping us as we proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life. You can reach out to me, Matt, at howtobuildatent.com. Find me on all the social media sites, How to Build a Tent. Love for you to give us a listen. We're on LinkedIn now, YouTube, and all of those other ones. Not Snapchat. I'm just, you know, too married for that. And all the other cool stuff. But I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, those things. Uh, What else? Oh, do you see our lovely new stuff in the background, if you're watching? I just got my... Kingsman the Marquis kit and I absolutely love it I'm so excited and I got this comb I think I'm just going to for those of you listening only you can hear it I'm just gonna be combing my beard when I'm in an intellectual conversation like hmm oh it smells good too and what I really love about this and it's cool is they come with this pamphlet lists all their products, and then it gives a step-by-step on how to use your beard oil, your beard balms. Because let's be honest, if you don't use beard oil and beard balm, you don't know what you're doing. You're just like slathering it on. You don't know if your beard should be wet, should be dry, how to like apply it, how much should you apply. And they give a nice little breakdown. They give a nice little breakdown of all that stuff. So go over to kingsmangroomingpros.com. Kingsmangroomingpros.com. Three reasons why you support them. One, they're a Christian company. Two, you already use the product, so you might as well use good quality products. And three, you get 10% off when you put HTBT in the checkout promo code section. Support a Christian company, get better quality products, and get 10% off when you put in HTBT. So go over there and do what you need to do. Get products for yourself and great gifts as well. Not just beard stuff. They have hair products, leather wallets. They're always coming out with new stuff. I love it. Great company. Go check them out. Now, I have to have a moment of truth with you guys. Oh, but before we do that, I just remember, we have a lot of great guests coming up. We have Alex Kochman from ABWE. He's going to be on the show tomorrow. We're going to be talking about the career of being a missionary and also what his organization does and what he does in his career. I think that's going to be fascinating because... We hear about in our churches, people that are missionaries, you maybe hear about their testimony and stuff, but they never talk about like the finances. They're talking about, you know, pray for me. I'm just kidding. But, you know, they'll talk about support and the things they need. But like, how do you get trained to become a missionary? What are the steps? Like if you're thinking of becoming a missionary as a career, how much money do you need? What are the things that can hold you back from becoming a missionary? How do you know, uh, do you know, just like the things, the day-to-day things of what you need to know? So we're going to have that. I'm really excited about that. And then we're going to have one of my good friends, Angela Mater, on the show next week. She's a marketing genius. She actually started a company for her MBA as a project and went with it and went through the whole thing. So started it on her own, built it up, went crazy, and then ended up selling the company. Like she did the whole thing. And so we're going to talk to her. I'm really looking forward to that interview. So we got tons of stuff. Okay, back to the heart to heart. 
And I'm sharing this not because I want you to feel sorry for me, which if you do, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Just like compliments with my guests. When the guests give me compliments, I'll take it. I'm not going to shut them up. I'm, you know, you, you say what you like about me. But there's times where sometimes you can feel like giving up. And I had that moment yesterday. Not that I was really going to give up, but you know what I'm talking about? Where those times where it just feels like you have so much to do and you have so little energy you don't have the time. You are giving your all, you're 100% stoked. And then it just, there's a letdown, or there's just a point where you need to step back. And you're just like, man, maybe I should just give this all up. I had that moment yesterday. Yesterday for a podcast, if you listen to it, thank you. You may have noticed the sound was a little different. Like, why? Especially if you're watching, you're like, I don't understand why the sound's different. You have the microphone right in front of your face. Well, just how. My system and, you know, kit or whatever you want to call it is set up. I could hear myself through the microphone, but the recording wasn't set to use this microphone. It was set to use my camera audio. So yesterday, if you listen to the podcast about Kobe Bryant, it was using not my mic audio that you can see that I was using that I could hear, but the, the backup mic that is in my camera. And I was so frustrated because... I, it was one of those shows, no, this is a little inside baseball for you as well. Sometimes podcasters, you know, they'll do a show, they'll be exhausted, they maybe didn't prepare as they might have wanted to, they, you know, didn't articulate the points they wanted to, they ran out of time, they couldn't talk about everything they wanted to, and th those shows happen, hopefully not a lot, but they do, but then there's those shows where you just feel like you crushed it, that you were energetic, you felt like you were going to be entertaining, you thought there was going to be a huge, you know, poll that you, the numbers were going to be really great for this one, you had a great topic, and I had all that yesterday, I felt confident, and maybe it wasn't good, but you know, just as a podcaster, you feel that sometimes, where you think, man, that's a good one, oh, killed it, and then what do I do, I go and I start doing the post-production that is pulling the sound, pulling the audio, putting them together, put the intro music in and all that stuff. And I go to save the file and it's a lot smaller than it normally is. It's in megabytes instead of gigabytes. And I go to play it and there's nothing on it. There's nothing on it. I was so like crushed. And it's because you like you sacrifice, you take the time, you plan out what you want to say, you think it's meaningful, you think it's going to benefit people. And then something happens where, you know, it's just the audio is terrible. It's not going to do well because people aren't going to listen to it. They're not going to share the show because the audio is up. And it goes on and on and on. Like I didn't even want to post the show, but I had to post the show. So as I am telling you about how I realized that my show was smaller than it should have been in megabytes and gigabytes, my audio stopped recording again. And I just was going on for like three or four minutes talking about how you shouldn't let these things discourage you and all this stuff. And I realized I look over and it's not working again. See, these things happen to people. These ha things happen to all of us. And these are this is what I wanted to tell you. I'm going to tell you it again because it's important. Is that when these things happen to you, when you feel overwhelmed like you're going to quit, that you want to quit because you can't figure out a problem, because you feel like you don't have enough energy, because you don't have enough time, 
Don't do anything based on that feeling and that emotion. Take a step back. Remember the vision you have for your life of what God has called you to do. Remember why you're doing this thing. Remember the people that are following you, your family, your coworkers, your employees, your direct reports. And step back, go take a walk, go pray, take a day off if you need to. And come back and try again. The moment will pass. The feeling will pass. You're not alone. People go through this all the time. Discouraging things happen. You are called to do this. And again, I don't even remember if I'm I'm saying this twice or I said it once and it didn't record. So I'm saying it again. But it's worth saying again. There are times where you feel like you're going to quit. But you just need to go on and you need to press on. You're not alone. You're not alone. And we'll just leave it there. We'll leave it there. All right. Let's move on to other things that are. Okay. I told you about, I think, I don't know. I'm totally lost on this show. But I I told you about our special guest. But I wanted to talk to you about a few different things that are really interesting going on. And And from the news perspective, it's really interesting how CNN, from a business perspective, has kind of just sold out completely. Not that they hadn't sold out before, but they're just all in now and they're not even trying to hide their bias anymore. They're not even trying trying to hide their disdain. I don't know if you saw it, but Don Lemon had guests on the show where they were just mocking all the middle of the country, the flyover states, the people that are voting for Trump. They were just mocking him, you know, making their um, having a southern accent, calling them stupid and all this stuff. And there was a big black backlash and they knew they would be. They knew there would be. They don't care. They don't care anymore. And it's just interesting to watch because CNN doesn't care about ratings anymore. They have their donors. They have their, it's like almost just an elite circle just for them. And I'm just interested from a business perspective of what they are trying to accomplish because they still got to try to make money, right? I mean, they don't have viewership. They are in the airports because they pay airports to play them. No one actually watches them. But I bring that up because it's, Uh, tied into relating stories of what is going on right now. We have Hillary Clinton who has her, you know, sympathizers, the her people that are putting, being put in charge of the committee for the democratic convention. It looks like there possibly could be kind of some kind of fix. I think it's going to go to the convention for a vote. I don't think there's going to be a clear winner because everyone's so terrible that are nominees right now and they're going to vote for someone. Now I would think that you would bring in Michelle Obama And then you could probably beat Trump with Michelle Obama. But it looks like what's probably going to happen is because Clinton still has so much pull in the party that they're going to put her up again to go against Trump. And of course, Trump's going to win that. She doesn't have the intelligence agencies to spy on him anymore. So we have the news agencies that have no more shame are openly mocking us. They don't care. They're not acting like a business. They're acting like their own little social club where they're using it as a platform to ridicule to degrade and to make fun of the most of Americans who don't agree with Don Lemon and the rest of CNN. And then you have this interesting story, and this one really is interesting to me. Congressional candidate Laura Loomer files FEC complaint against Twitter for providing in-kind corporate contributions to her opponent. Now, an in-kind corporate contribution is not money. It is, that is something well, I, you know, it might be money. I'm not too sure on this definition. But basically, the idea when I hear in-kind is something that is of equal value, but it isn't money. Like, so they'll give you tables. They'll give you an event center. 
And in this case, they Twitter has banned this candidate, Laura Loomer, before she was running for office. They banned her for, um, I'm not even sure what it was for. But her opponent is on Twitter. And so her opponent has an in-kind corporate contribution. Twitter, the corporation, is contributing to her campaign by letting her have a platform on Twitter. But she, uh, Laura Loomer, is not allowed back on Twitter as running. So there's a huge advantage. If you can be on Twitter and your opponent can't, I mean, this is where social media politics happens the most, right? On Twitter, thanks to the president. I mean, Twitter was dying before Donald Trump got elected. So it's going to be interesting because this, to me, may bring up the whole platform versus publisher argument and debate. And I really, really want to see this happen. I want to see social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of them, be treated as a publisher, not a platform, which means that they can be sued and held liable for what is on their content because they discriminate and pick and choose what can be seen, what can't be seen, who can be on and what cannot be on, who can't be on, and it is completely biased. And we see all of these different things happening. We have CNN openly mocking us, Twitter openly banning people that they don't agree with. We have Hillary Clinton fixing things. And there's just this theme that we need to understand and see that's happening in totality of all these things. It's we have the left playing offense against us. And oftentimes we play defense as conservatives, Republicans, Christians, and oftentimes we play defense poorly. And it's kind of been refreshing from Donald Trump's perspective because he's been fighting back. But it's going to take more than just fighting playing defense and fighting back. We need to be on the offensive. We need to be figuring out how to get back at these people. One of them is to get them to be, these companies that are social media companies, to get them to be publishers and not platforms. That will be a big blow to them and we need to do that. We need to be calling these people out, calling out their ideologies and fighting back And that's, again, part of why we need to be successful in our businesses, why we need to be supporting Christian platforms like the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network, why we need to be supporting Christian companies like Kingsman Grooming, why we need more people speaking out fighting. We need to stop having Big Eva be our representatives as Christians and be our leaders. We need to find faithful, godly men to lead us and to fight, to stand up. We need to stop being divisive over little things that are not important in the grand scheme of things. We need to find unity. Like I love seeing with the founders guys in South Florida, with us cross politic, fight, laugh, feast network, with um, Apology Radio. It's like we're doing things that matter. We are, we are doing the practical living out everyday life that Jesus is Lord. And it's not just theory. It's not just intellectual. It's not just us trying to get a seat at the table. It's not us trying to gain power. It's we understand that Jesus has all the power and we're just acting on it. And we need to rally around and come together as the church and proclaim in unity the gospel of Jesus Christ, that Jesus is Lord, and push that on them like all of this is being pushed on us. We should be having networks where we're ridiculing them for their foolishness, for uh, holding on to the wisdom of this world. We need to be 
fighting and being shrewd stewards, putting our candidates in office. We need to start calling out the pro-life politicians, quote unquote, that are keeping and killing bills that would abolish abortion. We need to do all these things. Another thing we need to do is start cutting down our spending. We already had a show talking about how revenue isn't the issue, tax revenue, tax receipts. It's going up every year, but our deficit is going up as well. And it's because we have a spending problem. We don't have a revenue problem. This new report came out in the journal. U.S. national debt will rise to 98% of GDP by 2030, CBO projects. 98% of GDP, the national debt, will be the mo- as much as we produce in a year is how much our national debt will be in 2030. Now, 2030 sounds really far off. But it's 2020. In 10 years, 10 years, our national debt will rise to what our GDP is. (laughs) See, we have been on defense and we've been doing it poorly. You you hear that in church. Like, you want to know where your heart is? Look at your pocketbook. Well, this applies here too. Do you want to know who's winning? Who has control who has influence who are the ones making decisions look at our pocketbook look at how much entitlement spending we have look at how many socialist programs look at how many safety nets we have look at how many redistribution programs we have we got to fight back not just on defense not just counter strikes but offense. I hope a day comes where there's a liberal podcast, where there's liberal news agencies that are complaining about our dominance as Christians, as people wanting justice, people wanting freedom, that they're complaining that we're just rigging the game, that we are putting people in office that are who we want in office, that we have the platforms and are banning them. Now you'd be like, what about free speech? I'm not saying like banning people like they ban people. What I'm saying is I probably, I should just say it wrong. I should just say that I didn't mean that. What I mean is, is I want us to have the companies that have the power to say what can and can't be said. I want us to be in those positions. So that is why I want to talk about business. That's why I want to talk about economics And why this stuff crosses over into politics because it's all integrated and intertwined. All right, I'm going to stop right there before I get in any more trouble. We'll talk to you next time. God bless.